You are listening to Radio Lounge, the voice of creative entrepreneurs and influencers. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Lounge. I'm your host, Patrick, and today we have a special guest joining us via phone call. That person is the, is an author behind the book, Bossing Up, and it's also uh, the uh, the community leader of also the name Bossing Up. It's no other than the boss herself, Samantha Chris. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us. So today with Samantha, we are going to be discussing about success stoppers. So things, the personal things that you internalize that stop you from progressing in your projects or starting a project or even starting a business. Uh, but to explain it all, let's let's hear from Samantha. Let's see. Uh, let's understand who Samantha Chris is. You probably have seen her uh, if you ever come to our events and stuff. But for those who are listening in for the first time, we need to know who Samantha Chris is. So why don't you uh, uh, introduce yourself? Sure. So you did a, a pretty great job. It's hard for me to live up to that. But yes, indeed, uh, author of Bossing Up, self-published about a year and a half ago. The book is really about uh, creating opportunities for success, both in your personal life, your professional life. And it's about equipping you with the right tools to get to that next step and you know, bring what you know you have within you, that potential that you know you're capable of, out from deep within you and to the surface. So as you mentioned, we also have the Bossing Up community. And that's uh, really the feel behind the community as well. It's about empowering people, supporting one another to really grow as individuals, to help grow our businesses, exchange ideas, exchange resources, and really support each other through what can sometimes be um, a lonely and and difficult time is a really, you know, growing a business, it requires as much support as we can get. And it's hard to have, uh, you know, teams or bosses or structures. And so keeping each other accountable to that and really helping each other along the way is really what's at the foundation of bossing up. And Myself, personally, um, I'm a success coach. I work with people and companies to help set and achieve their goals. So as you can imagine, the book and the community are very, very well aligned with uh, my purpose and the value that I say that I bring to the table and to projects that I work on. And really what I love doing is helping people get unstuck. You know, people know where they are. They know where they want to be. And I help to really map out, you know, the next steps and keep them accountable along the way. Great. And, and, and already with your with your work as a success coach, you probably get a lot of clients. You, do, you probably get a lot of people coming to you and saying, Samantha, I'm stuck. I don't know how to progress. I don't know where to go anymore. Can you help me? That's exactly it. And so typically when people and companies come to me, it's because they know they're capable of more, but they've brought their project or their business or themselves to you know the point where they know how, the tools they have and the knowledge they've acquired, um, and they're ready to broaden their horizons and to see what else I can bring into the fold that will add a little extra flavor to you know the skills and expertise that they already have and that they know they can further develop. And so that's really where I help them to really recognize and achieve the next level of their potential. Mm-hmm. And today, today's focus will be much more on the person itself. So listeners, today it's all about you. We're, we're going to put all 
we have to put everything away from uh, any excuses that you have from whatever external out of control things that happen to you that stop you from achieving your goals or that slow you down. We're going to put all those away. And today we're really, really, really focusing on you and what's stopping you uh, from, I mean, how you're, how you, you're stopping yourself from achieving uh, some of the goals you're trying to achieve. And uh, Samantha basically uh, put together, I mean, some of these things come from her books, some of these things come from her teaching, because yes, Samantha does uh, does also teach, and she just started the Bossing Up Academy. And these are, uh, these five success numbers come from her teaching. So we're going to go over them one by one, kind of um, getting a better understanding. And hopefully this will help you uh, see that what, you know, these are these some things that are stopping you and how can you overcome them yeah that sounds awesome cool so let's start with number one so you said uh <laughs> so, so what happens uh some some people face uh they face this sometimes when um they don't know what uh, they're looking for so basically uh number one is you don't know what you want uh, i think that's, that's the number one thing uh one of the major things that that does stop you yeah, I see that a lot. You know, we are, um, we're in a society where there's a lot happening. We're exposed to a lot with social media, with um, just media in general. And we're not only comparing ourselves to our neighbors, but we're comparing ourselves on a global scale, which has a hell of an impact on your confidence and on the way you put yourself out there in the world. And um, it really skews our vision of what it is that we want to achieve. And what I like to encourage people to, to really hone in on is if you peel away all of what society tells you you should have, all of what you've been you know, accustomed to believe that you think you should have to represent success, what success means, it's really about getting down to what makes you happy, what fills your cup, and what is it that you truly want. Remove the expectations of your family, remove the, um, you know, what your friends and what your peers and colleagues have led you to believe is the direction in which you should go or, or would. And really get back to basics and ask yourself what it is that you really want to spend your time and energy and resources on that will truly make you feel like every day you're putting in the effort is worthwhile and is helping you move the needle and creating a life that you're truly happy living because at the end of the day I mean we got one it, it sounds very cliche but we got one life and we got to make it count right. and if you are um, pursuing you know an imposed version of success or you don't know what it is that you truly want then it'll be very difficult to feel like what you're doing is is actually fulfilling you mm -hmm. now this is i think this is the, the one point on all five points that that is the biggest uh thing that stops me more than anything as a content creator uh because you know uh you may determine what you want and then you're like you know you have like you said like some confusions you might be uh, influenced by the people around you or not knowing uh, exact at the end, it's not knowing exactly what you want. And I think this is also a question, a uh, thing that goes back all the way back to in our high school years when we are we're in the pressure of what do you want to be, right? The question comes back over and over again. You go see counselors, and it, it like you seem to like not know. So, so is it, it is okay? I think I think this is something that definitely people should feel okay if they don't uh, they don't know right away. Um, but uh, one thing that helps me definitely overcoming this is trying things out and, and not being afraid of that, basically trying things out and seeing 
uh, if it works, doesn't work, if, if actually that is making me happy or not. So that is one, one thing I can give as a creator uh, coming back to this point. Yeah, I think that's great advice, Patrick. And I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, we, there are so many things that we could be doing and that we want to do, Mm -hmm. or we have told ourselves that we really want to do. And, and it's difficult to know which to prioritize and which actually really resonates with us and where would be the best use of our time. And um, if it feels good, if it makes you feel better today than you did yesterday and it is contributing to something greater than you that you feel will have a lasting impact on the lives that you're touching and the people which you communicate with or work with um, it's certainly worth investigating further and you know don't feel like you have to have it all figured out when I say not knowing what you want keeps people stuck it's not a matter of figuring it all out now it's a matter of Mm -hmm. figuring out a few things that really give you the motivation to keep going because that's what's going to help you cross the finish line Mm -hmm. so let's go to number two you are pursuing a vision of imposed success yeah so we touched on this a little bit in the last point but really it is this idea of um you know you need to be earning a certain amount you need to have the house and the family or the white picket fence or you need to be uh, you need to have a certain title at work and even with entrepreneurships and creators there's a lot of preconceived notions of what makes uh, an entrepreneur or a creator successful is that you know having a certain amount of followers is that having a certain amount of clients um you know, a a kind of portfolio and those things will come. And if you are going into a project or a business or you're starting a new endeavor with those being your benchmarks for success, you're destined to fail. Mm -hmm. You need to position yourself and your business and your project in a way that you're not only measuring the success based on, you know, the likes and the dollars, but the the lives you're touching, the impact you're having on your community, the change that you're influencing, the ability to start valuable conversations. And so really broadening your horizon to what success means to you will help you step outside the box of, um, you know, what we've been told or what we've been taught that it should be. And you'll notice that if you look back at the end of the week or even the end of your day, you'll probably have made a ton of progress that if you were just measuring yourself on likes or dollars alone, you wouldn't necessarily observe. And by opening your eyes and opening, broadening your horizon to other measurements of success and understanding truly what success means to you is really going to help you see how you're making incremental progress. Mm -hmm. And definitely it could be hard to actually measure that those accomplishments as life is going way, way faster as you become more busy you don't have the time to kind of, you know, st- take a step back and appreciate it. So this is something that happens very often. Another thing that happens very often is people coming, uh, creators coming to the lounge and and uh, feeling that they failed just because um, they don't they didn't get enough views or not engagement. Uh, so they do, they do take, you know, that as a big toll. But you're right. Uh, these are things that come with time. And sometimes it's better to focus on what makes you happy rather than what what uh, again the imposed success that's on you great point so yeah let's go to number three which is you're focusing on perfection rather than progress (laughs) i love this one Mm -hmm. this is a constant reminder even for me 
As a recovering perfectionist, this is a tough one and uh, so important to remind ourselves of, I think. And a lot of people get stuck here chasing an impossible dream. When your benchmark is set at perfection, again, you're just, you're not going to reach that finish line because that post keeps moving further and further out of your reach. And, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. perfection is simply not possible. If you're waiting for your website to be perfect, if you're waiting for your messaging to be perfect for, you know, you're waiting to lose that 15 pounds before you do the photo shoot, whatever it is, I mean, you are, first of all, you're, you're subconsciously telling yourself that you're not good enough, that now is Mm -hmm. not the right time. And that kind of thinking will keep you small in every decision moving forward. And if you shift your perspective to one that says, you know what, at 100% today, but it's 80% good enough, I'm going to move forward and at least get the ball rolling, you'll Mm -hmm. be amazed at how quick the momentum picks up and what you're actually capable of achieving today if you just take that first step. So I, yeah, I think, you know, focusing on progress over perfection has been, as I mentioned, a lesson that I certainly need to constantly remind myself of. Uh, But as soon as I break myself out of that headspace and I'm able to take that first step, there's no stopping me. I mean, the momentum picks up too quickly. I get too excited. Too many ideas start rolling that um, I realize there's so much more potential and so much more fun in the journey if you just enjoy the stage you're at. Right. Yeah. I, I like how you mentioned recovering perfectionists because, because it is a real thing. I mean, I faced it uh, for a good while and a lot of people I meet do face this too. You know, they have to make sure everything is, is there's no fly. Everything's like perfect. But I mean, there's one thing I learned is that there's no straight line as much as you try to make it straight. It's never hundred percent straight. So with that theory, I mean, if, if math can make mistakes, then we can make mistakes too. So we can move on right before before we move on yeah one thing that i think is really important um i have never won a client or won a project or started working with someone who has had the expectation of me being perfect in fact i think i've been able to generate the business that i have and the reputation that i've built for myself because i own up to my mistakes i let them shape my next steps and be part of my story and not shy away from them. And that makes me human, which people want to do business and people want to learn from real people. They want to know that you've made mistakes and that you've learned from them, that if that, if they make the same mistakes, that you'll be there to help guide them through that next step. And honestly, what we beat ourselves up over as being, you know, the end of the world is oftentimes our biggest differentiators and ability to really connect with those we want to do business with uh and yeah it's like um it's like being genuine and it it comes back to like i mean i mean you're right i mean my best business deals have have happened me being myself rather than being very awkward in the meeting and then trying to be the perfect presentation everything perfect and then not getting the deal uh, it's it's almost like dating, right? If you go on a date and, and you're, you're portraying an, an energy that's very awkward, well, it might not work. Then rather than just be, being yourself and seeing how the flow goes, and you go from there. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And it's best to be yourself from the get-go because if you go in with this different perception or a facade and people think that's what they're buying into, just like you said with dating, right? People think that's what they're getting into um, and then they discover that it's not actually the case. I mean, 
it's a waste of time for mm-hmm. everyone. And so really being who you are up front and center, I think is a, a solid strategy mm-hmm. in any context. Mm-hmm. So number four, you're keeping yourself small for the benefit of others. I know I'm guilty of this many times. <laughs> we all are. Yeah, we're all guilty of that one. Um, there's a quote that I read and for the life of me, I don't remember who said it, but you're playing small does not serve the world. And this has been one of my favorite lessons on this journey of mine is that there's room for all of us to win. And just because I succeed doesn't mean that you fail. If you've done a good job at articulating your value and building strong relationships, whoever is in that space with you knows that if you're going up, you're bringing them with you. And, um, you telling yourself that you can't or that you shouldn't just to benefit the success of someone else is not good for them. It's not good for you. And if you can sooner realize that together um, your combined strengths and expertise can make even more of an impact, even more of a difference and initiate an even bigger change, the world, your business, your clients, your peer network, it's all that much better having recognized that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a, uh, it's quite the process. <laughs> I would say. Uh, it is. Yeah. Number five, I think is one of my favorites as well, because I did face this for a long time as well. And I know a lot of people do. Um, and that's why like many people that come to us, they don't want to open a YouTube channel or start an Instagram for this particular reason. And that is the fear of both failing and succeeding. Big time. That is like the ultimate F word (laughs) in entrepreneurship and the world of creators. Um, Fear keeps us small, simply put. I mean, if we're afraid of what's to come, if we're afraid of our potential, if we're afraid of hurting feelings, if we're afraid of taking risks, if we're afraid of really stepping into our full potential, Um, we're basically telling ourselves that we're not worthy of that next step. And with that kind of internal dialogue, you're sure to not make the progress you need to get to the level you want to be. And we talk a lot, you know, as society in general about the fear of failure. And it's a real thing. I mean, we, we we're conditioned to fear the unknown Mm -hmm. and therefore perceive as everything unknown as scary and as a threat. And, there's just so much that we don't know and that we don't control that thinking about our, um, our next steps or what's ahead of us in that context is destined to really keep us in a, in a bubble and a very limited way of thinking and doing. But one thing we don't talk about, I think nearly as often as we should, is the fear of success. Yes. And that's one that is a real personal one for me is, um, you know, I've I've been in a situation multiple times, actually, where I know what I'm capable of. And I know that if I give myself, if I lend myself my my time and my energy fully to that next level, that I'm going to achieve big things. Mm -hmm. And that in itself scares me, because what does that mean for me, for my loved ones, for my relationship? Mm -hmm. And that has historically kept me small. It has kept me in a state of where, you know, I've just grown stagnant. And the sooner that I'm able to, again, change that internal dialogue and and make myself truly believe that 
I can make it work. And with the right amount of communication and the right amount of planning that everyone's going to be okay. And if things fall out of order or if things fall out of sight and you know people or projects no longer have place in my big vision, that's okay. And that's a tough pill to swallow. And I know it's easier said than done, but one of the things I often talk about, uh, which I firmly believe in and part of my practice is this method of control, alt, delete. And this is a big one when it comes to fear of failure and fear of success. Mm-hmm. In any case, no matter what it is that's ahead of you that is that is making you afraid or nervous, it's about understanding. Um, it's about understanding what you're in control of, what you can take control of, what alternatives there are at your disposal, and what you need to delete from your life. Sometimes that's people. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's process. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's projects altogether. But it's a brave move, and it's one that really uh, will have a huge impact on your ability to get to that next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to, and to kind of reflect back on the fear of success, because you're right, we don't talk about it much because you're like, what? Why would someone be afraid of success? Again, it's all these things, the package that comes with it. And it comes back to a little bit of number one, what do you really want? Because what really makes you happy? So the way I, I go forward with this is, uh, of course, you know, I have clients, I have people coming to me, I have people to help and stuff. But I also recognize, like you said, we only have one life, we have to enjoy it. So uh, of course, I'm not saying go on a extravagant vacation, let your clients down. No, 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 none of those. But like the, the core things, which are your, your social life or your, your friends or your family, at some point, you, you know, like you said, you know, you want to make sure you're spending time with them, with your loved ones. Uh, so my motto on this is if I need to take time off because I have to be with my, uh, my family or, or let's say it happened to me this year uh, many times where I had to go to the hospital, you know, I, I expect the people I'm working with on the projects, uh, whether they're my clients or my partners, to understand that uh, I need some me time at this moment because I'm going through stuff or I need to see my family or there's an emergency happening or so, whatnot. Um, and they have to understand if, and, and if I, my motto is if they don't understand that, then I, it's not a good fit for me to working with them anyways, no, no matter how much money they're right. going to offer, because I don't know, let's say I have to go see my grandparents. They don't have much time left. And, the, and the boss says, no, you have to come, come to work. Well, the priority is I'm never going to see my grandparents again. Might as well go see them. So that kind of mindset put, puts me that saying, okay, I have to start putting myself first and not necessarily, uh, like, you know, always, always saying yes to everything and then, then piling up with a bunch of projects, which will actually lead to failure at the end. Because if you are, if you're not happy, if you're not comfortable in what you're doing, no matter how great you are, you are bound to fail by, by the innovation, by the loss of innovation that you have in you, the enthusiasm that you had at the beginning. And, and, you know, it comes back to that. So these are, these are amazing tips. And I think actually one thing I could say for number three and five to overcome it another way, not maybe not the success portion because we just discussed it, but the failure portion and, and number three, which was about perfection. One thing that I used to overcome was a very untraditional method, which is called theater class. So I don't know if, I think I spoke to you about this a while, but for those who are listening in theater class, if you go to a general theater class where uh, the intro class is where you have to discover yourself. It is the primordial thing that will change your mindset completely from one, not being afraid anymore of failing. And number two, who cares if you're not perfect? That kind of, that kind of mindset came to me by doing that practice. But at the beginning, 
I remember I used my perfection was a flaw of of the judgmental uh, attitude that I was carrying on me, and that by releasing that, I was almost like, okay, I will make small mistakes. I will not have a very straight line, but you know what? What's gonna happen? What's the worst that could happen, right? And uh, if if the answer was I'm not hurting anyone, I'm not diminishing anyone, I'm not bringing anyone else down or myself, well. The, the the error 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 margin is not as bad as it would have been if it was in a different case. Yeah, and I think theater class is good for so many things. Yeah. For improv, for getting out of your comfort zone, yes. for challenging yourself. Um, but you know, you touched on an interesting point of what's the worst that can happen. I really encourage people to flip that around and say, what's the best that can happen? Mm-hmm. Because we can be so bogged down by any number of reasons that can really be the worst case scenario, some of which may never ever occur. And if we start thinking about those and feeling the weight of those on our shoulders, we may again, keep ourselves small and stuck and prevent ourselves from moving forward. But if we, if we change the question to what's the best that can happen intuitively, Mm -hmm. we start thinking about the potential, the opportunity, and that's enough to excite us and motivate us to take that first step. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a, what a boost of inspiration. And I hope this is going to inspire you at, with the new year that's starting. I know a lot of you want to start a new project. You know, you want to, uh, maybe you're starting a new job. Uh, you want to launch your business. And I hope this, uh, this talk with Samantha helped you, uh, you know, release yourself from some of these struggles, like some, of the, some of these inner struggles that you are going through. And uh, you'll be uh, welcoming the new year with open arms. I hope so too. And if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out to me on any social platform on my website and I'm happy to help in any way possible. Yes. And also be sure to check out Samantha Chris's book. Really? Like it is, I always say this and I'm not paid to say this really. <laughs> I love her book and it's probably the only book I've written in my life. I'm not ashamed of saying that really. It's the only book I've read in my life and it is what helped me uh, get uh, unblocked some of the stock moments I had in my uh, in my projects, so uh, I'm sure it's gonna do the same for you. So check out check out Samantha Chris's book. It's available uh, not only on her website but it's also uh, for Canadian listeners. Indigo chapters, right? That's right. Yeah, and on Amazon worldwide. Amazon worldwide. So wherever wherever you are, you can have access to this book. And again, be sure to reach out to Samantha if uh, if you need any success coaching because really. She's an amazing woman and she's going to turn you into a boss like she is in the rest of the community. So <laughs> be sure to check that out. So thank you. Thank you very much again to being on the show. We really appreciate your tips and tricks and uh, we're going to, we're going to per- perfect ourselves in a way of, uh, of, of for the new year and getting ready uh, to embracing uh, new challenges and new projects. And of course, at the end, helping people with this amazing podcast. Thank you so much, Patrick. Thank you. Have a nice day. Be sure to follow us on our several social media outlets where we post a ton of content. And of course, to find everything in one place, visit our website, creatorhq.org. Creator HQ is a community of content creators located in Montreal and beyond. Join the community. It's free and rewarding.